A good day to everyone. This is our first episode of an essay on criticism by Alexander Pope. In this podcast, we will be discussing and trying to understand about what Alexander Pope was trying to say through his essay on criticism, what were his views about his poetry, and how he came up as a poet. So, Alexander Pope was born in 1688 and he died in 1744. He was an English critic, translator, satirist and a poet who became a principal figure of neoclassical era in English literature, often known as the Augustinian age. Pope suffered from what was known as then as tuberculosis of the spine, which left him sick and disfigured from a young age. Being hunched back He stood no more than four and a half feet tall. He was also a devout Catholic in a predominant Protestant nation and could not hold any public office. Atten- could not hold any public office or attend university or even vote. Therefore, Pope learned how to use his vast knowledge and poetic skills and sharp wit to gain it, notoriety and fame. A sh- a sharp pen satirist of public figure and their behavior pope had his supporters and his detractors he was friends with jonathan swift dr john abenot and john gay pope's poem include the epistle to dr arnbot and the mock epic the rape of the lock to read his work is to be exposed to the order and wit of the 18th century poetry that proceeds romantic poets Pope primarily uses the heroic couplets and his lines are immensely quotable from an essay to criticism came a famous phrase such as to err is to forgive to err is human to forgive is divine and another one a little learning is dangerous thing for fools rush in where angels fear to tread along with his 18th century contemporaries such as Samuel Johnson and Jonathan Swift Pope was interested primarily in reinvigorating artistic styles troops genres and philosophy from the ancient Greeks and Romans other than other than being a witful political satirist Pope also had perceived thoughtful and erudite critics who believed that poor criticism in many in many ways was worse than poor writing Pope influence Pope's influences are wide ranging and include many incidents Greek and Roman texts as well as contemporary texts about poetry and criticism An essay on criticism contains many well-known epigrams that are based on classic author works Pope writes in heroic couplets which are two sentences using iambic pentameter whose last syllables rhyme together to express a distinct idea iambic pentameter is the most common meter of pattern or syllables in english poetry pope used this format to write a various kind of literature that are not commonly dealt with a poetic form an essay on criticism can be understood as non-fictional persuasive essay that rhymes other than poems such as the rape of the lock functioning as rhyme short stories pope's english trans- translation of homer's works is revolutionary in its use of rhyming verse 
to recreate the experience of hearing them as poetry as the ancient Greeks had. Some convention in the poem reflects widely used conventions of the time in which Pope wrote. He often used to use contra contractions of for words ending with ed such as devised and methodized. Pope also practiced the use of capital letters to emphasize important ideas. These capital letters do not flow consistently consistent grammatical rules. Instead, they serve as mere marks of personal style and voice. So Pope's advice for critics. Pope has much more advice for critics than for writers. Critics play a large role in literary world by influencing people's access to the thoughts about writers' works. Pope's his Pope sees his satirical work face acclaimed from many readers but hard disrespect from some critics. Pope warns critics that they often think they know more than they actually do. A little learning is dangerous thing. Drink deep or trace not the pagan spring. The pagan spring is re reference to an ancient Roman fountain that, rep that represented the muses or goddess who inspired writers artists, and musicians to create. With this epigram or witty saying that teaches a lesson, Pope expressed that critics without in-depth learning to do not have access to the beauty or meaning of such poetry. Thus the critics are not to be taken seriously. Such critics may fall into the habits such as judging poetry based on its imagery its beautiful use of language or other surface details. Welcome to another episode on Alexander Pope. In today's episode, we are going to discuss about how Pope felt a critic should judge a writer's book or, or his artwork. Pope's literary merit was debated throughout his life and successive generations have continuously recessed the value of his work. Pope's satires and poetry of manner did not fit the romantic and Victorian version of poetry as product of sincerity and emotion. He came to be seen as a philosopher and rhetorician rather than a poet. A view that persisted throughout the 19th and early 20th century. The rise of modernism, however, revived the interest in pre-romantic poetry and Pope's use of poetic form and irony made him the particular interest in the new critics. In the later half of the 20th century and the beginning of the 21st century, Pope remained central to the study of what scholars deemed the longer 18th century, a period loosely defined as beginning with publication of John Milton's Paradise Lost in 1667 and exceeding the first generation of Romantics in 1820s. An essay on criticism lists many of Pope's issues with critics. He explores the ways that critics are often attracted to travel qualities in a poetry. He feels that critics' greatly stum critics greatest stumbling block is pride and encourages them to adopt humble attitude when writing about a writer's work. 
A common folly of crisis that is that they often focus on a part of work literature rather than trying to understand the whole most critic most critic found of some subone art still makes the whole depend upon a part people also need people also note that critics should not really on rely on prejudice towards the author for reasons such as the author's religion background nation or wealth people may be referencing his own pope may be referencing his own experience at the catholic religious outside due to king henry 8 splitting england from catholic church pope also may have his work unfairly mean like because of his lack of educational background and his physical disabilities similarly critics should not misunderstand work as high quality just because it is new or extreme when critics disagree with an author's argument they often wrongly disparage the quality of the entire piece of literature pope's advice critic to gen- generous to writers and avoid being harsh about the inevitability of missteps to error is human to forgive is divine summary an essay on criticism when was published when pope was relatively young the work remains however one of the best known commentaries on literary criticism although the work treats literary criticism in particular and thus relies heavily upon ancient authors as type masters pope still extends his criticism to general judgment about all walks of life he demonstrates that true genius and judgments are innate gifts of heaven and at the same time he argues many possess the seeds of these gifts such that with proper training they can be developed he his organization takes on a very simple structure this general quality of critique the particular law by which he judges a work and the ideal characteristics of a critic i really hope this podcast this two episodes of this podcast were helpful to you all to understand about alexander pope and his ideas thank you for listening